0: welcome to vicious talk with benny p episode 97 is underway nick burrow bringing on my my good friend cousin and cousin nick burrow gonna talk some obi-wan the new star wars hit show it's a it's a we're three episodes in nick and i came on the podcast here to uh, discuss some of our thoughts
1: welcome welcome back nick thanks for having me ben always a pleasure it's our
0: it's our second time discussing Star Wars on the pod. We're always ba- we're always baseball centric here, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's nice to get a little a little swipe wipe the slate clean. You know, just get a little refresher. Yeah, get I'll, a little talk about some things that aren't quite as. Um, I feel like you and I are more passionate about baseball, so we can get more intense with those conversations. And then Star Wars is just like it's, it's a fun fun topic. You know? It's fun. I <laughs> will say,
1: Star Wars was for sure my first love. I loved Star Wars before I loved baseball. That's for sure. Baseball just, cool. i didn't baseball know that about can, you yeah oh yeah oh, dude. oh my gosh when i was like eight like seven eight years old i was so obsessed and i still am still very obsessed <laughs> yeah. with Star Wars. baseball just it's, took up more of my life because it's like something i'm participating in you know actively physically yeah. but oh my god the amount of space and the amount of empty knowledge useless knowledge star wars related <laughs> knowledge i have in my brain is is a little ridiculous. <laughs> oh,
0: for sure. Um, it's funny because you and I come from that generation that, like the the old people that are big Star Wars fans, like that are older than us, grew up with like and were exposed originally to the tril- the original trilogy, episodes three through six or three through five. Um, four through know, six. Four through six. Four through six. Um, they kind of look down on the the prequels that the one through three. I feel like. Yeah. But for me. The prequels were my original love to the sh- to the to the series, and I I really loved like as a kid I really loved episode one, and I know Phantom Menace gets a lot of slack and like gets a lot of criticism, but I I was a kid and I loved Anakin Skywalker pod racing and doing Jedi things as a kid. Yeah, that, that was super cool. I was I was Anakin as a kid. I mean like, the first like, yeah for <laughs> Halloween for <laughs> Halloween like that's what I dressed up as. Oh yeah, the, I mean so. the
1: first Star Wars I saw was the episode four, the very original, and I fell in love yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. And this was right around the time that Phantom Menace was coming out. I don't remember
0: which ones I saw. I don't remember. I don't know what order I saw them. I don't remember. I just I, I see I saw them. So I don't I
1: don't know. Yeah, I mean, I am like you. I was very much in love with the prequels, and now that I'm older and I've seen them all Agreed. six thousand times, I, know where going. I get I get the criticisms. But here's exactly. my thing. Here's my thing for all the people that that look down on the prequels, regardless. Uh, okay, it's hard because. Episodes four, five, and six, Not this is not even... This is objective. This is objective. They are three of the most important cinematic films ever made. Ever yeah. made. Whether yeah. you like it or not, they changed movies. Absolutely. So, obviously, yeah. when you bring in another three, it's like, okay, well, they're not the original. But here's my... But, my biggest thing with the, the prequels, and I think a lot of this um, is kind of you feel it through the Obi One series so far, at least, is even though you know maybe the acting wasn't as great, the dialogue's really not good. George Lucas not known for writing great dialogue; he's more of a storyteller. The story was excellent. The story was super good. The story of how Palpatine manipulated like the politics. And he was in the background. It was a secret. Anakin's, you know, kind of rise and fall. I thought it was really the storytelling was awesome. I thought they set it up really, really well. It just wasn't like the groundbreaking film that the first, you know, the original three were, which is fine. You know, um, let's not talk about any of the sequels. That's fine. (laughs) We should leave that off this podcast and talk about some prequels and some (laughs) Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah, I, I know, right? We we could have like a whole series of Star Wars podcasts, but um, it's uh, I, I, I think it was this show in particular that we're on here to talk about is a uh, pretty neat to try to bridge the gap between the original series and and the prequels, and so I think that's um be, before the show even started, like it was it's it's very important that they get this story right because we know where the start was and we know where the finish is and we just got to figure out how they painted exactly. the, 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 the color in the, in the middle. Yeah, I mean, they're, um, they're very
1: limited, right? They're very... You, there's only yeah, so much exactly. you can do. You, and,
0: I can That must have been so difficult to write because right. you know exactly where they should they should end up. Right. And so, like, if you nitpick parts of the show and be like, oh, Obi-Wan said this or so-and-so said this, it doesn't really match up with the original series when they said this. Right. Like, it's like, if, you, if Vader comes into contact with leia like yeah what how the hell did he not know that leia was his daughter and then how come he doesn't know who leia is in the in new oak you know what i mean so it's yeah those types of things like you get real nitpicky yeah but uh it is fun that they're trying this i think
1: yeah i did go back in preparation to this i watched episode three um i watched episode two a couple weeks ago so it was still kind of fresh in my mind i watched episode three and then episode four and I took some mental notes on like dialogue and stuff like that, just to be like, ah, you didn't say that, you know, so <laughs> far. I mean, it's been okay. The one thing that I, I don't, I mean, obviously this is, it's so hard to be intentional from 1977 to 2022 or, you know, 2021 yeah. where they're, they're writing this. So much story. Um, they got a link. It's tough. Yeah. But wh- one thing that they got right is Obi-Wan, the Alec Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan, um, there's not, he was very ambiguous in the way he spoke. And I, yeah. I think some of that is intentional because, you know, he doesn't want to reveal From a too much point to of move, view he was you know, he you know? has to be careful, but he <laughs> says, from a certain point of view. Yeah, good line. Exactly. So that's that's where it's interesting because they almost, like, get away with it, you know? Because it's like it's like mm-hmm. how you, – you know, you mentioned, like, how did he not know Leia's the daughter? And it's like maybe he didn't. He just didn't say anything. He was just like <laughs> – Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And all part of it. So it's and, really cool. And it's- clearly, like,
0: we're seeing Vader and Anakin, like, incredibly secretive. Like, I think part of this show is yeah. – were really... They're really hitting home the fact that Vader's identity, especially in the early going, was kept hidden from almost everybody. Very few people. Very few people knew who he was. Even Obi-Wan didn't even know he was alive until the start of this show 10 years later. So I think it's actually to kind of bridge, transition into the show. I mean, like, one of the main characters, one of the main antagonists in the show, Reva, it's interesting that she knows who Vader is. She knows his true identity. We don't... We haven't been... We we don't know for sure if the other Inquisitors know this. Like, right. What if what if Rava's relationship with Vader is a little bit unique? It seems mm. like he has a little bit more of a personal investment in her. Yeah. Um. And at least that that's what they're trying to convey. Right. Um. So I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, Rava's character is is pretty polarizing across a lot of the Star Wars fandom. Unfortunately, did you see that stuff about um the actress? Yeah. Um,
1: that's so disappointing. Pretty, pretty I, sad stuff. I, I hate Moses. That.
0: What, what's her last name? Um, yeah, I can't that, was, us. that was there terrible. Was no terrible. Uh, yeah, so with Reva, um, I wasn't sold on her right away, and I didn't understand why they were making her in such an obvious important character right from the back yeah, Like we I, I, didn't understand; I, we didn't have any backstory. We had no investment in the character. Um, there was no real reason to understand why she was in so much anguish and pain and and frustration. Like clearly, she's driven by something very important to her. Um, and we yeah. don't we don't know yet what that is and it'd be nice I to figure some for of that, that out. By the way. Well, let's hear it because you it sounds like you have you had similar thoughts and it seems like episode 3 was her best performance yet, right? I mean, she was yeah. pretty good there. Yeah, from the
1: beginning, it, yeah, it was confusing. It was like why is she so angry? Like why is she so seems like personally invested mm-hmm. in this thing and like, you know, obviously she's like maybe power hungry or whatever, but like the other inquisitors like they don't seem they seem more like they care about like status. Like the grand inquisitor yeah. was more like uh you know, buy the book and like, we just need to do what we're told, blah, blah, blah. And then that other one, the guy from, uh, uh, the one who's in Dr. Strange, dude, right? Um, yeah, he was more like, just, I just want to be, you know, important, whatever. Uh, my hot take with Reva is I think because of what we saw ending the third episode where she was, uh, she was kind of aware of that secret passage. I'm thinking maybe she was a Jedi. Yeah. Or something like that, and then she got turned. Yeah. Or something there like was that. What that opening
0: scene in the beginning of the show, where there was the Jedi Temple, Order sixty six was happening, and there was a black Jedi, a young girl,
1: um, right, who was there, and that might have been her. Yeah, and they might, yeah, they might go back to that scene and show where those kids ran off to. But mm. she, remember when she was kind of snoop, snooping around when Vader was chasing after Obi Wan? Yeah. She was very much aware of that secret tunnel, and she was like, she beat him there, so maybe she saw it. And was like, I've been here. True. Yeah. And there was those jedi like markings on the wall yeah. and she saw that but and i she that quinlan,
0: like, quinlan voss reference was pretty cool too Remember you remember quinlan voss i the only, i was like who is that jedi when i was heard of the episode it's like i know that name <laughs> and it's from like the clone wars like one episode yeah. he helps he works with obi-wan to uh to hunt the, the bounty hunter cad bane and so it's like oh very mm-hmm. cool it's like uh, it's nice that they put in those little uh those little nuggets uh those little um, what do you
1: call them the egg- easter eggs Easter eggs. They're very good at that, these Lucasfilm people. Yeah. They know how to tickle just tickle us a little <laughs> bit. They're very good. Yeah, for
0: sure. All right. So that's kind of our general consensus I, I figure on, on the show so far. Um and, and let's you now get into the meat of let's let's analyze this episode three, part three of, of the show. Um let's kind of break down what, what's been going on in, in most recently in the show, um, and then we'll wrap it up with kind of just a summary of what our, our final thoughts are. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So part three opens up with uh, Obi-Wan meditating to he's continuing to seek help from Qui-Gon. And we haven't heard Qui-Gon's voice yet, but Obi-Wan in a couple scenes now has sought the help or the guidance of his former master Qui-Gon Jim and hasn't hasn't heard anything back. And um, he's seemingly unable to clear his thoughts, Obi-Wan, following discovery that. You know, his former Padawan in the last episode, he found out, turned to the dark side and has survived 10 years as Darth Vader um, after, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking that he cut him down on Mustafar in the Revenge of the Sith. So he finds out Anakin's back, obviously in a lot of turmoil, just opened up back up to the force um, and can't can't find his former master. So we got another Jedi Mm -hmm. here and a lot of anguish, a lot of a lot of uncertainty. um, And Obi-Wan is clearly Ah. going through a lot right now in in the early goings of the show.
1: I can't wait for Qui-Gon. He's I definitely know. coming back. We're going to hear the Qui-Gon, voice. It's going to be the best. Oh, it's going to be great. I love, dude, my, Qui-Gon was my favorite Jedi when I was a kid, probably just because of the green lightsaber. I yeah. thought the green was cool. I don't know why, but <laughs> I can't wait that Liam Neeson voice is going to be so, he's going to have a super cool cameo towards the end. I can't I think. wait for it. Maybe, I, you know what? Here's here's a hot take. I think Obi-Wan might have a chance to kill uh uh Darth Vader, or like sabotage him, or something okay. like that, and then Qui-Gon might talk him out of it. I think they so chose one still.
0: I think what's going to happen is, um, and I heard this theory up, so I'm kind of stealing. I don't remember who I heard it from. I'm sorry if uh, if the person's listening, but I, I heard this theory <laughs> and I thought it made a lot of sense. Um, I think Obi-Wan's going to have the opportunity to kill Rava, and he's not going to do mm. it. And I think what's going to happen mm-hmm. is, I think Owen Lars, um, Luke Skywalker's uncle, is going to kill her instead mm,
1: yeah because that first scene on tatooine mm. where he's he's kind of she's like he's intimidating gonna, like, shoot him her, and
0: stuff i think he's gonna like shoot her from behind or something that's a good call
1: maybe save obi-wan yeah so i think that's, that's what's really to call i
0: think that's that makes a lot of sense all right so the next yeah. scene we started obviously we started with the obi-wan scene now we transition over to darth vader he's speaking to Rava here oh, and it's it's over the uh the the Hol- holotron thing the the holotron mm-hmm. and uh he uh, he's saying that finding Obi-Wan is all that matters. That's all Vader's focused on. Um, he seems seems likely that Vader knows uh, that Rava killed the Grand Inquisitor, which is another box of I don't know what, because the Grand Inquisitor is in Rebels, which is set four years later after the show. Um, but Vader um, says that he wants Obi-Wan and he promised Rava that she could have the Grand Inquisitor role should she be able to find Obi-Wan and prove herself to Vader. So <laughs> we're establishing that, like we said, there's a seems like there's a personal relationship with these two characters. Um, I don't really know. It'd be nice to figure out eventually why Vader seems to be um, taking Rava under her wing, because even later in this episode, Reva explains to the other Inquisitors. Yes, I spoke to Vader uh, and he said mm-hmm. this and, and Inquisitors like you spoke to him directly. They were surprised that she had the opportunity yeah. to speak to Vader despite her title as the third sister. Um, so it mm-hmm. sounds like she doesn't have a high rank, yet she was able to talk to Vader, who doesn't seem like he he talks to a lot of people.
1: You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, he seems kind of exclusive. Maybe maybe Anakin uh maybe he grabbed her from the Jedi Temple way yeah. back when and uh, maybe that, seems, that was his plan. Seems highly yeah. possible. Palpatine's whole plan was like, "Hey, snag one of those kids." By the way, yeah, it seems yeah. highly possible on your way out. Yeah, right on your way out,
0: just grab, just grab a kid, uh, grab, <laughs> grab a kid or two, just in case. So he didn't kill. He didn't kill all the younglings. It was just a couple. <laughs> I mean, he, he just he just snagged just the, just one or two. He,
1: he definitely did though. He slaughtered them. Let's let's get real. But bad like, for, not all
0: bad look for for our guy Anakin, Darth um, <laughs> Vader at that point. But
1: uh, oh, yeah. all right,
0: next scene. An episode, of part three. Obi Wan is with Leia again. Um, an Obi Wan uses, um, I mean, his skills. He, he's obviously techno- technologically savvy. Fixes Lola, the little little droid. Leia's little droid. It's a cute little droid. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they're gonna sell lots of toys of Lola. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and I, the conversation he has with Leia next, I thought was super um, interesting. I was I was captivated by this, and it seemed like a subtly critical conversation with her. Uh, because Leia obviously very uh, force sensitive and seems to be using the force in the show so far she has an ability to read people in a way that isn't normal she um she yeah. just kind of looks at people and is able to understand them a lot a lot better than a normal 10-year-old really should be uh,
1: right and very so, intuitive. Yeah. yeah
0: so he's he's talking to Leia and she's asking about you know what what the force is like and Leia's looking for explanations to it Basically, inevitably, she's been exposed to the Force herself and has had Force-related experiences. And it seems like she's trying to get some explanation as to kind of what she's feeling and what sh- what the Force is. And so Obi-Wan then goes to explain that the Force is like – I thought this was super interesting. Obi-Wan says that the Force is like being in the dark and then turning on the light and Leia says it feels safe when the light's turned on. And I thought that was exactly <laughs> what we just saw in the last episode when Obi-Wan cut himself off from the Force, and then to save Leia, he, he basically has to use the Force for what seemed like the first time in a very long time, and now he <clears> basically has turned the light back on. And I'm it seems like he's more himself than he was when we first saw him two episodes ago. Um, right. And I thought that was a pretty telling conversation, um, pretty important stuff, I thought.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because Obi-Wan is like that character, you know, obviously he survived the entire Clone Wars and stuff in secret, so to speak. Um, But it's interesting because he was like very much not, you know, in tune with with Qui-Gon's decision to try to train Anakin. He was very by the book, you know, he's like everything he knew about it was you know, kind of what I would call like textbook force stuff. And then having to just shut it off like that, I'm sure that was like must be super difficult, right? Yeah. Like, this is a whole had, new life that he's got to get used to. It
0: had real Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi vibes, which I, aside mm-hmm. sidebar, didn't really love. I didn't love that we got yeah, yeah, another yeah. Jedi broken off from the Force, disgruntled, dismayed, ashamed of his failures. I didn't love that we had to re- revisit that storyline. Um, yeah. But hopefully it ends up in a different way here. I mean, obviously Obi-Wan has a long journey to go um and he's going to finish right. he, we're, we're we're still a ways away many steps away from Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan um and so i think right. that the last three episodes will prove critical to that that transition for for him um yeah all right next scene leia and obi-wan end up on uh, mapuzo it's a mining system leia asks why their contact would lie about the rendezvous point obviously she's just ten years old, pretty naive to the the dangers of Star Wars. Get they start the galaxy of Star Wars, and uh, Obi Wan, like the old crotchety man, he is says, "Not everyone is good," and he kind of yells it at her. Um, yeah, and, and he has to explain that how the Empire isn't really helping the the way Leia says that they're supposed to. Right, um, well, and, it's
1: got to be frustrating, right? It's got to be frustrating because yeah. he knows the truth, and her, you know Leia's dad is like, you know, sort of posing as an imperial mm-hmm. senator or whatever he can't tell her and what he's really up to yet it, exactly right so he like i'm sure it's just tough for this little kid to be like blah 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 the empire like da ah, da da da. like he's like no like this isn't like you need to listen like yeah you know focus up here yeah
0: and then a very eerie moment next did you did you catch that that it looked like chancellor palpatine was on the ledge of that cliff when they were walking right I think, it was Ana- I think it was Anakin. You think it was Anakin? Okay. I
1: think it was. A, I think it was a vision of former Anakin, obviously. For okay. Her, it, it, it looked. Yeah, I thought it was. Okay. I mean, it looked like the hood,
0: though. Tough to, tough to tell. Exactly. Yeah. It was one of them. Yeah. It must have been one of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what that yeah. means yet. Um, besides the fact that the only they're, reason they're, I they're think Anakin is because
1: the the cloak brown instead of okay. black. I would have expected black true. for Palpatine. But Pal-
0: Pal- yeah. Palpatine also has like he used to wear like those royal red garments. You know what I mean? Before yeah, like, before he kind of Completely just <laughs> off
1: the rails. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm completely off the rails. Um,
0: so after that, we're back in Inquisitor headquarters. Um, it looks like it's all in the water, and, and we're in Inquisitor headquarters. And we get that scene between Rava and the other Inquisitors. Um, the third sister uh, starts the power struggle for the Grand Inquisitor. Rava, right? Um, is trying to state basically her intention to try to claim that role. Um, and then they send out probes, which I thought was actually, I mean, not very important in, in retrospect, but when I first heard that, it reminded me of the show rebels, the, the animated show. And that first exposure to mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the, 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 the two inquisitors in season two, the girl and, and, um, what was the, the other brother? Is it is the second brother or the third brother? He, they go uh-huh. and it's like an abandoned space station and these, um, and, um, and Ezra and Zeb and uh, Sabine are on like that abandoned space station. Those droids, mm-hmm. those like probes, are um, like spying on them and like fighting against them. So I thought that was yeah. reminiscent of that. Um, I thought like, also reminiscent of Empire
1: Strikes Back. Yeah, with, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the, droid,
0: the probe that actually found them was
1: from yeah. But, but just the, I just I love that. That's kind of the Empire's mo is like, look, we need these guys. Yeah. Like send them out. (laughs) We figure it out, like send those things everywhere. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was just something that, that kind of piqued my, my curiosity. Yeah. And then, um, the next scene, Leia and, uh, we're back with Leia and Obi-Wan. They track down a, uh, a little cart, a little freighter. And, uh, we get, we get to meet Freck. The old good, good guy Freck, now, this turned out to be a little bit more deceptive than what he led on. But yeah. uh, seemed like
1: a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, take he, takes her for the ride. Uh, takes her on a ride to the nearest port. Um, nobody was at the rendezvous point. I don't know if they it seemed like they didn't really wait long enough. It seemed like, but uh, oh, yeah.
1: They okay when they that scene where they boarded the back of that little shuttle thing, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan sees the the Imperial flag yeah. on the back. That was one of the most chilling like little moments in Star Wars that I can maybe ever remember. Yeah. Just the like the music and yeah, just the like, Oh was. shit. Like, Oh my God. Right. Like, here we go. He knew That was crazy. Knew, I loved it.
0: Yeah. He knew things were not going to go, go well when yeah. you saw that. He, Cause
1: he, he, yeah, he knew not to just trust anybody. Right. Yeah. He was like, this is an Imperial occupied place, like whatever. And then just the, the realization of like, great. Yeah. And <laughs> we just we go. got
0: done talking about the differences between Leia and his views of the empire. You know, so right. she landed yeah, so twice, know. walking right past it. Um, yeah. And so, Frex an Imperial sympathizer. He uh, picks up the, uh, also with Leia and Obi Wan in the back. He picks up a group of stormtroopers, gives them all a ride, and uh, <laughs> while they're all talking, the, the the stormtroopers are insisting, you know, they tell the story, and and uh, Obi Wan, I thought that was, by the way, I thought it was funny when, oh, it's a long ride to the port, and then as soon as Obi Wan's done with the story, they get off. Like I was, I was like, all right, like, yeah, they, they like, were like, oh, tell her your really story. We that a long, we got a long ride. It's like, dude, you were off in five minutes, not even. Um but, <laughs> but uh Obi-Wan mistakenly calls Leia by her real name instead of the fake one he gave them Luma. Um just explains that um it was using a truth within a lie to try to hide it. Yeah. Says that right. you know he sees her mother in her, um, which is obviously true, and they're trying to reinforce the theme of Padmé's importance in this show. Uh Leia reads Obi-Wan which honestly felt like another use of the Force for her looks at Obi-Wan in the face and 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 understands that he knew Padmé. He knew her mother. She asks if right. he's her father, explains how he think how she thinks of her mother. Um and, and Obi-Wan shares some things that was actually pretty interesting about his origins, being taken from yeah. his, being taken from his family, uh, remembering that he actually had a biological brother that he doesn't really remember. Um, very interesting things that I, I, I thought they didn't really need to introduce to the character, but it's nice mm-hmm. to get that that additional information about, about our guy Obi.
1: Right. So Oh yeah. Yeah, no, know super I always wondered, you know, like obviously there's a lot of creatures in Star Wars and like, you know, not everyone's a human, not all Jedi's are human, but it's interesting, like Obi-Wan, you know, you're supposed like the big thing with Anakin was like he's too old, right? He has too many attachments, he knows too much as like a, a human being to um, to become a Jedi, but it's interesting to hear like, okay, so here's Obi Wan, another man who is like more of a traditional Jedi. Like, I wonder what his. I always wondered, like, I wonder like, who like what his parents thought. They were like, yeah, yeah, you're go be a Jedi. That's cool. Like, whatever. You know, yeah, I'm sure and, every
0: story is different for those people. But um, it, yeah.
1: I thought it was just cool to get a little
0: bit more information like of the origins of a character has just been involved in Star Wars since the very beginning. So I thought that yeah. was that was interesting. Um, because they don't need to share that type of information for a character that has already been established for so long, so right. Um, so they get to this, they get to the checkpoint with the uh, with the stormtroopers there and the uh, the electric gate. Freck, like we said, isn't quite as trustworthy as originally thought, and uh, he whispers to the stormtroopers, "Take a look at Obi Wan and Leia." Um, the fight breaks mm-hmm. out between Obi Wan after the uh, the probe identifies him. Um, Obi-Wan, notably still not using his lightsaber, he opts for the blaster and uh, takes out a small platoon. One of them grabs Leia, um, but Obi-Wan is able to save her. Another transport comes, but the woman in the back, we find out her name is Tala. She's in charge, it seems like, and uh, she actually ends up shooting all the stormtroopers in the back, saving Obi-Wan and Leia. Um, yeah you know, I was just, hype. yeah I love that initially I was like who is this tall I was like who is this lady like I, why did why, and why is she helping them but honestly it reminded me of a lot of what we saw like I said previously we're starting to see glimpses of the influence of the animated shows rebels and Clone Wars and I thought this was reminiscent of, of rebels where we saw you know agent callus and some of the other um undercover Imperial you know employees kind of helping the rebel right. cause um undercover right and I Clearly, like, the rebels have Im- infiltrated the Empire starting from the very beginning, it seems like. And so, we're right. establishing this kind of pattern, I think I thought. Mm-hmm. So, initially, I-, I was mistrustful of her, but clearly Tala um, was was, was trust- trustworthy at the end. Um, she takes him to a safe house. She explains that they're setting up these safe houses around the galaxy, reminiscent of, like, an underground railroad or something, like Tala being Harriet Tubman yeah. or something. You know? um, mm-hmm. They're calling it the Path. And while they uh, try to link some of the systems, some Jedis have already used it. She explains um, what we already know. The Empire is hunting all four sensitive beings. Um, like I said, it reminded me of Rebels um, and how the, the Tala was was an Empire official working undercover for the Rebel cause. Like I said, R- Agent Callus came to mind right away for me. And then the other blonde um, Imperial lady who was like forced into the Rebel cause because I think Vader was going to kill her or something like that. Um, if you remember the Rebel mm-hmm. show well enough. Um
1: been a while i mean yeah. that's one i need i definitely need to re-watch that i i started re clone wars just those for fun, shows are great to revivals. just
0: watch the key episodes through just like looking up like yeah. which episodes are the key ones because there are a lot of episodes mm-hmm. in both series that just like they're just filler episodes you don't need, really need to watch them yeah um right. but there are a lot of good a lot of good ones um the mention of the quint of quinlan voss carved into the wall um i thought that was very cool the easter egg there um and then On the wall, Obi-Wan sees, only when the eyes are closed can you truly see, written on the wall. And Leia asks, see what? And um, we get an absolute, I thought this was an absolute callback to Mando and the Mandalorian creed of the way, Obi-Wan says. Um, And clearly he means something different, but also... Unintentionally, it's a very similar notion. The way is in reference to how the Jedi and the Mandalorians strive to live their lives properly while fulfilling their creeds. They're they try to right. they, tr- they have a duty and a, and they need to fulfill their duty to feel like they're on the right path. Um, mm, and I thought that absolutely. was I thought that was definitely a callback to the Mandalorian series.
1: Yeah, that's a good call.
0: Um, some stormtroopers come looking for them now. Um, they're forced to leave sooner than planned immediately um and obi-wan then senses vader as he's walking down the the, the main street of the city there the little town there vader uh, right before they leave down the tunnel um obi-wan senses him and stops him right in his tracks literally takes obi-wan's breath away when he feels him um and vader viciously just walking through this town force choking people the the force
1: neck crack Oh, it's just they getting- really leaned into yeah. his villainy there yeah. he is an evil dude oh, one of yeah. the, I mean obviously as we already know one of the best villains in history in like movie, TV show history but my goodness I mean just cutthroat to the max yeah. <laughs> he's scary Brutal. he's literally so Brutal. scary
0: yeah just torments these innocent bystanders seemingly just to provoke obi-wan to come out of his of his hiding place um and to expose himself <sighs> so obi-wan like the coward he is in his first three parts of the series he's afraid and he runs um and he he makes but he makes his presence known just in, in time um to stop vader from hurting any more innocent people Obi-Wan right. encounters now in, in the quarry, encounters Vader for the first time. Vader drawing that red saber. He's just ready and itching oh. to fight and take Obi-Wan on. And Obi-Wan's still afraid. He takes his saber out, fiddling with it, trying to decide whether or not to use it. He refuses to <laughs> Im- initially. He refuses to, to draw and he runs. He's clearly afraid. <laughs>
1: And it's not. Yeah, like, it's, a, the, it's not characteristic
0: it, yeah. of a Jedi to be acting like no. this. No.
1: Yeah. It, it, it. was funny. Like when he pulled it out, it was almost he was. It was almost like he. Was, he forgot. Like, how to Where's it? the on button on yeah. this thing? Like I haven't touched this thing in forever. He's <laughs> like shaking like a flashlight. Yeah, he's like, God, I forgot the batteries. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, haven't charged it in like ten years.
0: Right. It's, <laughs> it, there's some sand in it. He's like shaking the sand out from Tatooine. Like. <laughs> Vader tracks him down. And, um, you know, eerily says you cannot run Obi-Wan, um, which forces him to expose. Obi-Wan now exposes the bright blue saber for the first time in the series. Vader walks up to him and Obi-Wan cannot believe what he's seen. Obi-Wan says, what have you become? And I thought that was just like the most telling line of the, of the show thus far through to this point. Because that's what the first three parts, I think, essentially were about. Trying to have Obi-Wan figure out what Anakin has become. And he right. sees him now and understands he is no longer the Padawan he once knew. He is pure evil and Darth Vader. Um, yeah. And so Vader responds. He says, I am what you made me. Reinforcing this theme that Obi-Wan um, is one of the primary th- the primary faults for Darth Vader. Um, the galaxy's second most evil being behind Palpatine. And Obi-Wan okay, so is, a, is a, to blame. He feels that way. I have a...
1: Yeah, I have an interesting take for you. There is a. Um, I mean, we already kind of saw it in episode three when Obi Wan, right before they fight on Mustafar, Obi Wan kind of like tries to talk to him a little bit. You know, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, whatever. But if you remember in Return of the Jedi, when they're on the forest moon of Endor, and Luke surrenders himself to Darth Vader to go see the emperor when they're talking in that little hallway, he says, Luke says something like, he's like, I can feel the conflict in you or whatever. And Vader has a line where he says, Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Mm. I wonder if we'll see something, some kind of, I'm I'm really curious to see if we can get any like Obi-Wan trying to be like, Hey dude, like, I know you're really bad, but like, well, come on, you know, we get help. We used to
0: be fa- homies. Not to fast forward too too quickly through the episode, but at the end of the episode, we we see Vader's conflict with killing Obi-Wan. He doesn't want to kill yeah. him immediately.
1: It was weird. Yeah, I was wondering about that so much. I'm like, he, he wants done it. Like, he
0: wants Obi-Wan to suffer. And also I think he wants to talk to Obi-Wan. I think he wants yeah. I think he wants to to hear what Obi-Wan has to say or, com- or Obi-Wan's comment about. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It, it seems it's Something. Obviously he doesn't want to want his yeah. He life. had a chance to just kill him. Yeah. He could have just killed him, but he clearly was like, I need to inflict some pain and or, you know, we'll see. Yeah. All right.
0: Kind of thing. Yeah. So back to the to the episode, Obi-Wan still afraid. She's the saber again, runs again. Vader tracks him down and they start to fight. The fight was very um, not exciting, not, it, it was, it was clearly Vader was in, in attack mode and Obi-Wan was just playing defense. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Vader kind of rem, reminiscent of A New Hope says, you know, the years have made you weak. And uh mm-hmm. I think that, doesn't he say something along those lines in A New Hope? What does he say to him? He Wonder says, uh,
1: your power, he's like, your power's a weak old man. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like,
0: <laughs> when I, when I left you, I was but the learner, but now I am the master yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So can we talk about how iconic James Earl Jones' voice? Yeah, and you know it's not even him. It's not even him. It's it's like a it's like a robot. Mm-hmm. It's like they they have, like have like a technology. He's not he's not actually working. See. They they are using okay, like a what, okay. technology to like dub
1: his that's voice. That's what I thought because I I saw in the credits they used that same technology they did for Luke. Mm-hmm. But then I saw a post today that said James Earl Jones still voicing Darth Vader at nine, ninety one years old. Oh, I was right. like really i i don't know i mean i heard okay I heard no no yeah I, yes. I, yeah i heard CNN, that using, like technology CNN right here jane i think they were and i do think some of the lines they took from different movies like when he said uh when he said the words uh third sister the word the the word when he says sister 100 percent was from return of the jedi oh, when really? he's interrogating luke oh man like in the oh, audio verbatim yeah, when he
0: says, yeah. "Oh, you
1: have a sister," and then he gets a pissed and yes. Luke attacks. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking right here. CNN. James Earl Jones is back as voice of Darth Vader and Obi wan Kenobi.
0: Mm, I'm sure he's still collecting money on it. Either way. So. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I'm thinking the, the way this is saying, I think he was there. He was in the studio. I do think it's you're cool. right, though. I think they probably had him come in and do like maybe one day's work minimal yeah yeah like some just the words just that like he needed like into the mic <laughs> right right yeah just read these things yeah um, <laughs> must be nice
0: yeah so obi-wan's outmatched by anakin and i mean vader oh, man. um and it's not even close obi-wan yeah he he can't he can't he can't stand his own against him um he's not ready and uh they, they transition over to Rava back to raiva she's um, you know, seeking out Leia, she's she goes to the safe house, she finds it. I thought it was super interesting that, that they showed Rava looking at the wall and they sh- they showed Phoenix Squ- Squadron's logo from Rebels. Did you notice that at all? It was a uh, it was the logo Sorry. for uh for as Ez- from Ezra and, and Hera and, and Kanan's uh mm-hmm. the the Rebel Squad, they have the Phoenix Squadron logo carved into the wall there. I thought that was very cool, another Easter egg. Um, mm-hmm. so then they go, Brava's, you know, on the hunt for Leia, they go back to Vader, he spreads the. He spreads like that spice, the flammable material on the ground, um, lights it on fire with his saber. force chokes Obi-Wan into the fire, wants him to suffer. Obi-Wan burns his arm. We're getting to uh, we're starting to build the precedent that Obi-Wan is not going to finish this up uh, this series in 100 percent physical shape. We're, we're getting closer to how right. Guinness we're getting. We're getting closer right. to the older version of Obi-Wan because bit. he's got a big burn on his arm now. So we're, we're getting there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we gotta beat him up a little bit because we got 10 years of age, but Sir Al Guinness, you know, yeah. love him to death. He's, he's a lot older than he's, he's definitely like 40 cooker. years <laughs> instead of ten. So
0: Tala then shoots a stormtrooper, causes enough chaos for the droid uh to save Obi-Wan. And the episode ends with Leia getting into uh getting to the end of the tunnel, and uh Raeva is there to snatch her up and uh she killed their contact. Um that was supposed to pick them up. So Leia is now captured by Rava and probably going to be brought to Darth Vader. So it'd be interesting to see Vader um and and Leia in the same room. I don't know how they would
1: navigate that, but I, I could see I could see um I could see Reyva holding on to Leia for yeah. a, a while trying to that kind of flip secret, the script. You, could, you think that Maybe. She would keep that like, secret? I mean, she's power hungry, right? Yeah. Like she seems very I could see her maybe trying to hold on to Leia being like, you know, uh, you know, trying to find out like, what's so important about this child to Darth Vader, you know, because as far as I know, Vader's not aware of the his child of her plot. All. Yeah. He's not, well not th- that for sure. Not that, but I, I don't think he's aware that there's a child in the mix at this maybe. moment. You know, I think cause his whole thing, is he's like, I don't care. Just go well, find a Kenobi. Pattern. And like her. There was a pattern yeah, to thing,
0: Vader's lack of attention to detail. And across across all, acc- Vader never, he cares about one yeah, thing and a, he doesn't care about any other details.
1: Oh yeah, he's a delegator Always. and he's like, this is my bottom line, yeah. I don't care, yeah. like whatever. You know, it was whole. It was Rava's whole thing to bring Obi-Wan out of hiding to, you know, go kidnap the child, right? Like, you know what I know. This is an interesting kind of side thing. The bad guys in All-Stars, they are the most ultimate delegators. Mm-hmm. It's it's always the Emperor hires Dooku, who hires Grievous, who hires this bounty hunter, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you never just go do it right? yourself. Exactly. I think no one ever goes, uh, like, it's a, Vader the hires the Inquisitors, Wars. who, yeah. It's, the Inquisitors like, hire Flea from think, peppers to abduction yeah. thing. I think part it's, of that is
0: also the difference between the light side and the dark side. And the light side being the the importance of hard work and and doing it yourself and and yeah, and, yeah. And quick and easy path like Yoda and, says and that's... then the dark side is the quick and easy path assigning the responsibilities to someone else not putting the work yeah. in not training right not do, like. That I think that's kind of the the reason why that's the case. But you're totally right, it, mm-hmm. it, it gets taken to the utmost extremes. Like, why the hell is Vader not hunting Obi Wan if this is the most important thing to him in his life? You know?
1: Yeah. Why does he? I did. I oh. was surprised when he showed up. I was
0: like, wow, he, yeah. he flew out for this. Like, <laughs> it's dang. dumb that we feel that way. It's stupid that we feel that way. I, but it's, exactly. I, did, I did too. I did too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely something that is a uh, a pattern amongst the dark side yeah. users in in Star Wars for sure. All right. That, that concluded episode or part three for Obi-Wan. Um, let's get to just the, the wrap up here, the conclusion quickly. What were your thoughts on, uh, like out of five stars, what would you rate Obi-Wan so far? Midway through the, I'm going to
1: go, I'm going to go four stars. Okay. Um, I would have gone three, but I think this last episode bumped Agreed. it up to a four. Agreed. I was
0: probably like on a three. I think the last episode gave me like at least three and a half. I'm probably close to four, two. Um, And and I just – I want to see – I don't know if we're going to get good fighting, but I I really – within an Obi-Wan series, I came into this thinking I was going to see an amazing – at least one amazing lightsaber fight. And that's all I'm hoping for, really. That's not all I'm hoping for, but I really want that. I really do.
1: So kind of going back to what I said about like when I rewatched episode four – I specifically went to go watch the scene where Obi Wan and Vader fight. Mm -hmm. And I was like listening for dialogue to see would it make sense for them to come in contact in the show. Obviously, we know that they already have. Um, But in the scene, they haven't broken any rules. All he says, he says, Darth Vader has one line where he says, I sense something, a presence I haven't felt since. And he, doesn't say. he didn't finish the sentence. When, now we know when. And now we know. Yeah. And then or later, later when they, yeah, later when they, they fight finally, he just says like, I've been waiting for you. We meet again yeah. at last. Like there's nothing. So like possibilities are endless. Like we, there could be another big fight. Yeah, you know what i mean so I like fingers is. crossed because i'm even the same Raeva,
0: way i mean even Rava deserves a big a good fight um the only thing is there's only one good lightsaber user like there's only one lightsaber uh like obi-wan's the only one that could fight these other antagonists right that's at, least true. at this point yeah it, it, i thought yeah. one thing that i thought about i was just i don't i think this is one of the most far-fetched possibilities on the show but it would be super cool to see yoda because Yoda's out there, he's alive. <laughs> it would be unbelievable. I, I, yeah. That would be that would be a larger cameo, a more important cameo than Luke on Mando. I think bringing Yoda. Think, yeah, I, I doubt it, but
1: like, I, I. Yes, wouldn't that would be, be wouldn't crazy. That, be amazing? that would be amazing. That'd be that'd be almost too. Un- i like, bro, <laughs> like, like, be don't, no don't spoil me, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm with you there. Um, all right, who's the MVP of the show so far?
1: um probably leia but also vader i mean just scary yeah i mean brutally scary it it reminds me of like his his um the ending scene of rogue one when he's just brutally cutting down that's prime vader that's prime vader oh that's prime yeah oh yeah but I mean, when he was just walking through the street with, no, torturing effort. with people, no effort, just torturing them, no effort, just easy. Like, oh, you are just the most evil dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, You will do literally whatever.
0: It was like it was like a like a like a child's like a premature serial killer, like 10 years old, just like with all the animals yeah. in his neighborhood like that kind of
1: stuff yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like so You're just like yeah i could like kill you if i want like yeah. sure i don't care like yeah. oh my goodness. dark stuff
0: dark dark things um yeah, yeah. so I, that I, I mean
1: but Le- i really do love leia too she reminds me both of carrie fisher and of padme so yeah. it's like they they kind of crushed it um, um, the kid she, I, I don't know her
0: name she's doing really well she's she's acting yeah. very well she's mm-hmm. she's also usain bolt and the fastest fastest character in star wars galaxy so you, you that was you can't catch that's it.
1: my that was my only gripe with the uh, was that the first second i think the second episode no, the first the,
0: like, ends on the first episode with that i think where they catch right it. i was yeah. just like
1: the, the whole chase scene i was like all right you could have made that look a little bit better yeah <laughs> all right so is there anything that
0: hasn't worked for you on the show
1: anything you, you, you um, want to, you, any any picks you want to knit <laughs> we, I mean we kind of talked about it uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit with like these inquisitors you know like who are they like what is, what's a real motivation unless you watch Rebels real... you
0: don't really know who they are you have no reason to you have no reason to want right. to like like, well, and, them and it's right.
1: it's confusing to be like why are they different right how come you know one of them seems to have like these kind of plans how come this one that you know has this yeah. kind of plan um, but you know I do think that the show will kind of explain itself um, so to speak it'll get there um, and then just that chase scene was kind of goofy but besides that yeah. um i thought it was cool
0: yeah my initial thought like we already said i uh i didn't really love rava in the first two but I, I think she's going to be i think she eventually will be one of the best characters on this show um i liked her in episode three and it seems like they really want to place an importance on her character and i think they're, they're gonna do a good job with it um, so initially, yeah. I was worried about her character, but I think th- I have high hopes for her now. Um, and so it'd be interesting. I can't wait to figure out what her relationship is with Anakin and, and Darth Vader. Um, yeah,
1: it is weird to, to. It's interesting that she knows about Anakin. No, I mean, nobody really should
0: know because the Empire. No one the should Empire, know. Why would they know? The Empire yeah. didn't want to tell anybody because of the fact that, like, they're trying to hide their evilness at least in the early going they don't want the galaxy to understand this just how truly evil and tier, t- tyrannous like they are just like or yeah t- tyrannous tyrannous t- tyran- i don't know they're tyrannical you didn't want people <laughs> yeah.
1: they didn't want people to understand their tyranny yeah
0: so they're, yeah uh, no I,
1: i'm with you It's 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 interesting to she said it so confidently. i mean she was like yep he's alive yeah. i'm like how who told you that? Like, yeah. you know, so. like you were, how old were you when he turned? And you right? must've been like 10, right? Like she's not that old. She's in her twenties. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. The so. fan,
0: the fan three, I know you're don't, you don't like this one at all. And it's highly unlikely, I it. but I saw a number of fans suggesting she may be Mace Windu's daughter, which is, seems Doesn't to be sense. just like a, they just like any black characters related to every black character in Star Wars kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's, that's sauce. Because I mean, like you said, <laughs> uh, Jedi's yeah. not supposed to have children and Windu did exactly. seem like a pretty strict Jedi,
1: like stri- right, like by right. the book. So yeah, no but, interest in having, yeah. you know, right. I mean, Anakin's the first one, right. Like I mean, the Obi first Wan kind did, of one to branch out. Obi-Wan
0: was tempted by uh, true. Uh, true it's her name. Uh, true, 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 true. With, uh, Duchess Satine um, was, was Obi-Wan's <laughs> romantic interest. And so, um, Right. It's uh it, it I mean what if the galaxy was just better Would the galaxy would have benefited greatly if Obi-Wan just shared more about his experience with Satine to Anakin. Uh we could have avoided this whole later mm-hmm. conflict and <laughs> we could have been peaceful. Yeah. And, but um yeah. It's uh it's been a a fun first three parts of the Obi-Wan series. Um they I think are mostly successful so far oh. in what they're trying to do. Um, I think that the biggest <clears throat> thing that hasn't worked for me so far is just the fact that we kind of already lived through this disgruntled Jedi look with Luke back in the last Jedi. Um, he was incredibly ashamed of his, uh, his performance or his uh, impact on Ben Solo turning into Kylo Ren. And now we have, um, you know, Obi-Wan regretting his work with Anakin. It's very similar, True, very but, similar, the, but, but
1: I, I thought they did a good job in the first one of showing, even though Obi-Wan's disgruntled and whatever, he still has a purpose. Yeah. He still intends to keep an eye on Luke. You know, he's buying him toys and stuff, which by the way, I thought was like the cutest thing ever. I'm like, oh, I bought him a toy. I didn't understand what he was doing
0: until he brought it over there. I was like, oh, he's just giving it to him. He doesn't
1: care. Like, I was like, what a dude. What a nice guy. Just like giving him a toy. And he like bought it from him. He like bought it and he was like at least... Clean my stuff if you're gonna yeah. steal it. I was like, well, look at Obi-Wan yeah. being a nice dude, but
0: and, and stinking who said and stinking and, Lars giving it back to him, telling him to stay away. I know, like, it's Come like, on, right. bro. Yeah, and he,
1: like, yeah, he even made the point. He's like, it's just a toy.
0: Like yeah. no need to be such a dick. It's a toy. No need to be such a dick. Like, yeah, yeah, like relax. A oh, yeah. Just tell him it came from you. Like no big deal. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's uh that's gonna about do it for the 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 rap here, mid season. Here for Obi-Wan. Really looking forward to the last three episodes. If you had to pick one thing that you want to see in these next three episodes, the one scene, what's the what's the one thing that you most want to see out of the last the last few parts?
1: Maybe, maybe. Obviously, we're going to see Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. I, it would be crazy if Vader could see Qui-Gon, too. Yeah,
0: because Qui-Gon did recruit Anakin. That would be that would be neat. That would be
1: really neat. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be nuts. Yeah. That'd be, think, and he like, yeah. maybe he hesitates for a minute, mm-hmm. saying that's how Obi-Wan gets away, or I don't know. Yeah. That would be
0: wild. And we gotta figure out how Obi-Wan learns the Force Ghost skill, because he doesn't yet clearly doesn't yet understand how yeah. that works and i think so he, probably I think will. the idea
1: is he learns On yeah he's show. learning that from qui-gon yeah right i'm pretty that's sure how that's, the, that's how that's the revenge of they, the sith
0: ends with yoda telling well, one of the last scenes right. yoda tells him Train for you i have uh matt your former yeah. master you know so and uh
1: qui-gon really is the goat yeah he, he's the goat well, bro he was just, like the
0: most like uh one of the most talented, but also the most like rebellious and like ram- and like, uh, yeah. He didn't, listen. You, he didn't yeah, like yeah. authority. Like he didn't like the council. He did his own thing, but yeah. he was incredibly powerful and incredibly knowledgeable. And
1: Wise, he, and he was yeah. the first
0: one to figure out this skill, the force ghost skill. Right. I think that's what the, that's what right. the story
1: is for sure. Yeah. I love that line at the end when, um, when he's arguing with the council and in episode one, when he's like, he's like, if you just do what you're told, you be on the council. And he's like, I will do what I must. Obi-Wan. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. This guy's the chosen one. Yeah. I got to, I got to do what I got to do, man. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: so there, Love that. I, I, yeah. The Qui-Gon cameo is going to be exciting. Liam Neeson, uh, had yeah. the, the, the cameo in Atlanta. So, and it, it was a great cameo, Liam Neeson in, in Atlanta. If you hadn't seen it, um, so we'll have to compare the cameos. His his Star Wars versus the Atlanta <laughs> cameo. Um, we'll have to see which one's better because he was excellent. It was funny. It was a very funny, like, and uh, kind of odd cameo in, in Atlanta. So um, Liam Neeson getting a little getting a little love here in some of the uh, the new exciting shows here on television. Probably. Classic. All right,
1: buddy. Need Liam. I wonder what happened to his lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? The, or no? Obi Wan kills Maul with it, huh?
1: Yeah, but so then he makes a new yeah, one. So, so I'm like, yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder what they did with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Probably like in the Jedi Temple summer, right? Don't they don't they store those usually? Yeah.
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: All right, buddy. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna All wrap right, it here. Mid season finale. We watched it. We enjoyed it. We're uh, really excited for the next three, and uh, we're gonna try to continue the uh, the podcasts here because I think we have some good conversations here with uh, with Star Wars stuff.
1: Oh yeah. All right, buddy. May the force be with you. All right.
0: Okay, that's going to do it here for the podcast, episode 97 in the books. Continue to follow us here on a weekly basis. Um, We're going to try to get podcasts out, reactions to every Obi-Wan Kenobi podcast the rest of the way. Nick and I uh, really enjoyed this one. Appreciate Nick, as always, coming on the pod. Looking forward to the next one. Please do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review Vicious Talk with Benny Pete on all of your podcast platforms. Really appreciate all the love and support. Don't forget to ask yourself at the end of the day, are you vicious? (laughs)